Dog Pile presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank. mslandbank.com. Anything land-related in North Mississippi. Buying land. Selling it. Maybe it's farmland. Maybe it's uh, recreational property. You know, hunting. Uh, maybe a place to build your dream home. Whatever the case may be, if you're in North Mississippi and it's land-related, you go to Mississippi Land Bank. Oh, look at the steam that is coming out of there. I'm going to get my mug from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Let's have a little coffee this morning. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to combine uh, this third consecutive here. Uh, part of a 14-show series of the Dog Pile Podcast. We're going to combine it with my morning devotion. Okay. Uh, so we're good morning, Lynn. So we're going to do Dog Pile Podcast, and we're going to talk about voluntary workouts. And I have some information, and then uh, I have a devotion for you. Because a lot of people, if you listen to Dog Pile Podcast, you may not know this, but a lot of mornings we'll do a just kind of a morning devotion based on whatever I read that particular morning. And I'll come and share it. And so I'm going to share it here. Hopefully the stream is working okay and not breaking up or anything like that. So um, <clears throat> let's get into it. Again, um, voluntary workouts. What does that mean? What are those things uh, going to look like if you were to stand there and watch voluntary workouts when those happen starting on June the uh, 8th? Well, I have a few details for you. I did some talking yesterday. I'm about to tell you some details on that stuff, okay? First, though, I'm going to give you a quick word. I'll get a couple of your comments. I'll give you a quick word about our sponsors. Mention to you, Mississippi Land Bank makes this happen. Y'all tell them thank you for me, at MS Land Bank Online. Hit them up on Twitter, at MS Land Bank. Also uh, brought to you in part by Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. I will be having some Country Pleasing Sausage for breakfast here in just a minute. By Nest and Wild Mattresses, nestandwild.com. Annabeth and I are sleeping on a Nest and Wild mattress we got. It's a Mississippi company. They deliver it right to your house. Um, they work with you. They give you 99 nights to sleep on it and make a decision. Every mattress they make, 100% American-made, and every one of them is 12 inches thick. You cannot go wrong. It's nestandwild.com. Hey, look at here. Um, Brooks, watching on Periscope, says, uh, ordering some High Point Roasters coffee this morning for the first time. Look, it is fantastic. I've got the breakfast blend in the, uh, this cup right here. Check it out. Doesn't that look good? I mean, can you smell through the iPhone there? Huh? Morning, Brother Daniel. First Baptist, Houston, Mississippi. Daniel, there's orange in the end zone. The ESPN Football Power Index has Clemson, number one, for 2020. Brom, good morning to you. Y'all must have had bad weather last night. We did all yesterday. Well, we had a storm come through. Everything's soaking wet still, and we had a little steam out here. Uh, we did have bad weather last night. Uh, morning, Beth. My beautiful sister, Beth, who just celebrated her 40th birthday. Oh, 
Am I not supposed to tell anybody that? Good morning, Carol. Morning, Joe. Thank you all for tuning in. All right. First up, I want you to hear a word from sponsors. We're going to come back. Um, I'll give you the details on what voluntary workouts are, and then we're going to have a quick devotion. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's where I stand. All right. Thanks to Craig and all the folks at Mississippi Land Bank. Great people. I don't hesitate to tell you to do business with them. Let me take this hat off. By the way, got my hat here from the uh, Mississippi State University Golf Course at Hale State GC on Twitter. GC stands for Golf Course. Get yourself one just like it. They have the best gear, hands down, at the Mississippi State University Golf Course. If you're a state fan, that's where you want to go. Okay. Voluntary workouts. Uh, that's the subject for this Dogpile podcast. I get it posted on the podcast later. You can subscribe on iTunes podcast. Just search for Dogpile. Um, what are voluntary workouts going to look like? What can they be? What can these athletes do? Um, now, it's strictly supposed to be voluntary. It's supposed to begin on Monday, June the 8th. That's the whole SEC deal. But next week, they are going to be on campus. Players coming back. They're going to go through various types of uh, coronavirus testing. They'll have like an initial test and all that kind of stuff. They'll have a period of time where they acclimate back into their, you know, kind of living arrangements next week. And then the, in, uh, the voluntary workouts in the football facilities can begin Monday, June the 8th. So what are voluntary workouts? Let's go over some things. I, I talked to some folks yesterday and got a few details on this and what it's supposed to look like. Beginning June the 8th, and it can go through at least the end of the month. All right. It's strength and conditioning. Okay, keep that in mind. Strength and conditioning. And these voluntary workouts can occur in the facility, in the athletic department facilities. Here's a big sticking point. Coaches are not supposed to observe or be present at these voluntary workouts. Coaches as in like position coaches. It's my understanding that strength and conditioning staff can be there, but not your position coach stuff. All right. So anything beyond strength and conditioning, like let's say, you know, if it were basketball, if you were talking about a shoot around or football, if you were going to have like a little seven on seven competition, anything be like that stuff that's outside of strength and conditioning, that is not supposed to happen at the athletic facility. Okay. That's another part of these voluntary workouts. Um, another point, it's voluntary. So it's supposed to be at the athlete's, you know, buy and leave at his discretion. He schedules it, decides when he's coming to do it. 
it's not supposed to be something that's really structured and he is demanded to be there at 8 a.m. It's by, um, you know, his discretion. Okay. Again, there's no penalty. There's no punishment if you miss, quote-unquote, voluntary workouts. Does that make sense? This is voluntary. So it's not mandated that a player has to be in there at all or at a certain time, and there's not going to be any punishment if they don't do it. Um, strength coaches, so back to this. You know, we talk about position coaches can't be there. Like Steve Spurrier Jr. at State can't be in there watching the receivers work out. The strength and conditioning staff can and will direct a lot of these voluntary workouts. They can design it. They can conduct it. Uh, they can do that in the summer, which not in the same way. They don't do that stuff in the same way during the academic year. Um, they can, the strength coaches can post, uh, instead of like demanding that you are here, like, hey, you're in a workout group at 7 a.m. You better be here tomorrow, you know, or on Monday on June the 8th. But the strength coaches can post, you know, this time of day, this time of day, and this time of day, the weight room is available to you. And they could even, if it's my understanding that if the school wanted to say, okay, well, we're only going to allow 10 people in the weight room at a time. Well, you, if you decide, okay, I'm going to take advantage of the weight room being open at 8 a.m., you may have to let the strength coach know, hey, I'm coming at 8 a.m., so that he knows when we get to the capacity, I can't let anybody else in here at that point. Does that make sense? Um, voluntary workouts. Strength staff can be there. Here's the other thing. According to the protocol, position coaches can't be in there watching the workouts, that kind of thing. There's also not supposed to be any reporting back to the coaching staff about who is and isn't working out. Now, you know, I, I, would, I would certainly have my doubts as to whether or not that actually uh, happens that way, but we'll see. And then um, if you... You know, they've got protocol in there or, or mandates in there about, I think, not taking it too far in terms of designing what it is they're supposed to do. And I, I mean, you just look at it this way. It's up to the player what his workout is and when he goes. It's totally up to the player and whether he goes or not. If he decides not to go, if he only goes for 10 minutes... There's no punishment. There's no reporting back to the staff that he didn't do what he was supposed to do. That's, we're not in that situation right now. And the strength and conditioning staff are going to open the doors. They're going to tell you when you can come. They're going to kind of monitor it. If the player goes in there and says, hey, I want you to help me. What should I do here or how should I do this? They can advise all they want if they're the strength and conditioning staff. That's the way I look at it. Um, and then, right, here's the, here's the other part. and This can be confusing. They have already been doing, hold on, they have already been doing up to eight hours of virtual 
athletic activities every week. Meetings, Zoom meetings, position meetings online with their coach, talking to their coach, you know, that kind of stuff. All that can still go on just like that up through the end of the month and until further notice. And so, like, you talk about strength coaches can't be there, you, you know, observe the workouts, that kind of thing. But you're going to have up to eight hours of team meetings, position meetings, talking to your coach online, on Zoom, on FaceTime stuff anyway. And they may say, hey, you, you've been working out. How's that going? My guess is that because this is such a serious deal with this coronavirus deal, there's not going to be a lot of fudging on that. There's not going to be assistant coaches out there hounding their players about you weren't there and you're not working out enough and all that kind of stuff. There will be encouragement. Hey, man, just make sure you're ready because, you know, there's a good chance this could ramp up in July. Just make sure, you know, you get out and run some and make sure that you get used to this heat and, and that kind of thing. Does that help? That's what I think we're looking at in terms of voluntary workouts. I know you'll have questions and that kind of thing, and then we'll get into it next week some and over the weekend some more uh, on the podcast. Okay? All right. Now I'm going to flip it over. We're going to have our morning devotion for all of the regulars who join me out here on the patio for the morning devotion. Bible verse and encouragement. That's coming up. First, though, a word from Country Pleasing Sauce. Hey, like my hog hat. You want to know the reason that you need to sit down at the table and say, Country Pleasing, please? Here's why. It all starts with hand-picked pure pork. No parts, no stuff. It's hand-picked ham, bacons, pork loins. The real deal. They produce Country Pleasing in small batches also, which means consistency in every package. Spices, fresh ones that are mixed daily on site, right there at the plant in Florence. Now, their smoke houses are not cookie cutter houses either. They are designed and built for country meat packers and for their own smoking methods. And they use hickory logs that they split daily on site. They don't use hickory sawdust. The logs produce a better smoke, a stronger flavor. It's the real deal. They use a natural, hog casing for their sausage. It's soaked in vinegar for a tender snap. Frankly, let me put it this way. It's the best tasting sausage you'll put in your mouth every time. All right. Appreciate them here on a dog pile presented by Mississippi Land Bank. All right. Time for our devotion this morning. Um, it is a verse from Habakkuk. As a kid, we used to, anytime that came up in church, we called it Tabakkuk. (laughs) Habakkuk chapter 3, all right? And it mentions a fig tree in the verse. Check this out. I'm going to show you all this. This is a fig tree over here in the corner of our yard. And, uh... See that right there? See those? Those are going to be figs. So this one's going to produce this year. It hadn't been hot enough yet to really get it going yet, though. But we're getting there. But anyway, we're going to have a few little figs popping out. The deal is the squirrels and the birds fly in here and they take care of this fig tree way faster than we can get our hands on them. It's right over here behind me. 
thought I'd show you that. All right, here's the verse, Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 17, 18, and 19. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food. The flock be cut off from the fold, there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. Boy, that's a powerful word, isn't, isn't it? The power of yet. Uh, it reminds me of a devotion we had recently about, are you going to pout or are you going to praise? Think about Job. Think about Paul in jail. You know, Think about Jesus. You're going to pout. You're going to praise. Uh, fig tree didn't blossom. There's no fruits on the vine. The olive tree failed. There's no yield in the field, so there's no food. The flock got cut off from the fold. No herd in the stalls. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. It's like that fig tree back here behind me in my yard it'd be great if it produced a lot of figs and it does some years it produces a lot of them and i've had times i went and got some and ate them but first of all it's out of my control i mean i could go up there and like i don't know clear out around it sprig it out somewhere else try to spread it around you know and all this but that really i still am just gonna stick it in the ground and hope and every year whoever planted that tree did the same thing stick it in the ground and hope and depend on the lord you know, um, whether or not that, I got news for you, whether or not that fig tree produces well or not, it ain't up to me. It's outside of my control. So, you know, figs or not, whether I can get to them before the squirrels get to them or not, <laughs> I will rejoice in the Lord. The paragraph in the devotion was, have you experienced times in your life where you can't feel God's presence? When the worst happens in our lives, while we do our best to cling to our faith, it's easy to question God. Where is He? Habakkuk wrote, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Uh, the verse that I used to sign whenever I signed a few autographs as a player 20 years ago, I'd sign my name and then use Psalm 27, verse 1. It's, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I hope you all enjoyed that. That will wrap it up for today. I hope you have a great Friday. Get out and listen to the birds sing a little bit. And whether you got figs on the tree or not, rejoice in the Lord. See you all on the next one. See you.